DG, long time no see. Yeah, man. Had a free afternoon. I think I just texted you yesterday, right? Said, hey, you want a podcast? So here we are. Yeah. Short, short notice. Yeah, it was random, you know? I was just on my lunch break, I believe, at work, and I got this text. What time did you send that? It was like 10.30 in the morning? Or was it earlier? Might have been earlier. I think it was earlier. Said, hey, would you like to podcast sometime tomorrow mid-afternoon? And I'm like, oh, shit, man. I've been working a little longer these past few weeks. And I said, well, if I can if I can make it happen, I would love to. Here we are, 2 p.m. on a Friday. The board man's at work. Uncle Buck's at work. Troy's most, on vacation. Most people who work are at work. Right. Yeah. I'm glad to have you. I'm glad you texted me, it's honestly. Good, it's good to be back. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I think what happened was I was doing something around the house about that yesterday morning, and I usually listen to a podcast. And I was looking through my podcasts, and I was like, I don't want to listen to any of these. I wish Sip and Serve had an episode I could listen to. And then I looked, and I think it was May 15th was the last episode. May 15th. So that's been over. That's been a month and a half ago. Almost two months. Yeah. Not that I, you know, I don't want to sound egotistical. Like, I don't want to hear the sound of my own voice. But I just thought Sip and Serve needs to release a a new episode. I think maybe some people out there... the thoughts crossed their mind that the podcast is is no more. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But you can vouch for me. Have I or have I not sent out the text? You have, yeah. Hey, guys, can we get together here? And everybody seems to be busy. I mean, it's summer. People have vacations. People are busy. We can't all get here at the same time, especially on a Friday or Saturday anymore. It's Because tough. during the summer, we're booked. I mean, I'm booked out completely until this baby comes. Every weekend, I have shit to do. So you said, hey, 2 p.m.? Yeah, I can fit that into my schedule. Fuck, that's about the only time I can. Yeah. Because tonight, I'm busy. What are you doing? Going over to a local bar to listen to some live music. Nice. Smitty's. No free ads. Smitty's, no free ads, and Duke Leisure? Nah, I don't know who's playing. I don't think it might be him. I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I don't know. I thought there was like somebody playing there that you I, really wanted to go see. I do believe a family member of yours is sponsoring the event, though. Givens Lawn Care? No. Oh. Excavating. Givens Excavating. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Givens Lawn Care. Yeah. This episode of the Sip and Serve podcast is brought to you by Givens Lawn Care and Outdoor Services, the one-stop shop for all your outdoor projects serving Ross and surrounding counties. Find them on Facebook. That's Givens Lawn Care, G-I-V-E-N-S. You know, I've seen some stuff that they've been doing. They're a new locally owned business, privately owned business, right? Yep. And I've been seeing some stuff on Facebook that they've been doing, and it looks great. And I'm not just saying that because I know him, and he's your family, but... The lawns, the, what do they call them? The stripes that oh, they do I, in the... I guess. When they look striped? Yeah, I striped, guess. Striped. Striped lawns. All of his lawns look striped. Exactly. And I feel like all the people out there that, you know, love lawns, like Troy, I bet Troy tries to stripe his yard and it looks like shit. What do you think? Does Troy stripe his yard? I don't really know how you, how one stripes a yard. I don't either. To be honest. I, I would think, like to know how. I think it's just the back and forth. The back and forth pattern but creates the stripe. They striping. also do like a diamond or like a crossing pattern. Have you seen them? I have. That's too much. That's like mowing your yard twice. But I think 
that they do that. Yeah, people the, do it. The Givens Lawn Care does it. Oh, they do that. I, yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, they probably do. It looks great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like like I said, you know, if you look them up on Facebook, Instagram too, I believe, um, you can find all kinds of, you know, pictures of almost all of their clients. And, I mean, they do good work. They do, like, cleanups. Like, if your yard's a mess. Like they do you, a lot of stuff, yeah. If you have yeah. weeds and, like, uh, trees and shit that you don't like, they'll cut down the trees. They'll haul them off. They'll mulch your yard. They'll build you a fence. I see they do fencing too. They'll plant. They'll plant your trees. Yeah, yeah. They do a lot of stuff. They yeah. They they just built a uh, a nice wood fence in somebody's backyard. I mean, any basic landscaping, obviously lawn care, trimming. You know, they do they do a whole lot of stuff. If you have a question about, you know, what they do or don't do, look them up. They do it all. Let's just say that they do. Yeah. DG, how's your summer been? I mean, we're we're midsummer right now. What's today's date? Like the fifteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, July fifteenth. Okay. I mean, we're midsummer. I just had my birthday. Usually after my birthday, I'm like, okay, summer is, you know, three quarter here yeah. or halfway, right at halfway, almost three quarter. Yeah, but we're over the hill. Right. We're over the hump. Now, are you sad about that? That fall is on the rise or no, almost here. No, I'm not. Um, if I were younger, I probably would be a little more sad because, you know, you're out doing – summer's a great time to just be out doing stuff, having fun, going to lakes and pools and parties and whatever. But, you know, now that I have kids and I'm chasing them – I'm chasing one of them around the yard all day long, it's it's hot out, dude. dude it is hotter than hell. It is hot. I mean, these Ohio summers, the humidity is no joke. Yeah. And I've got – you know, I've spent my fair share of time outside – and uh, I'm ready for it to kind of start cooling off a little. It's just now starting to heat up, though, because in yeah. June— It was really mild. We're talking like 72, 75 every day in yep, June. it was great. Towards the end of June, beginning of July 4th, that time, man, it started to get into the 90s and humid like you were talking about. Yeah. Now, I used to be a big summer guy, right? And I still am to this day, but— with this job I have now, I'm working in, you know, a distribution center warehouse with no AC. Okay? That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. And I'm on the move 24-7. Like, I don't stop. I would love to know how many steps I get a day. My wife tells me to take her Apple Watch with me. But I, I don't want to be that guy wearing an Apple Watch. Just just one day. Just for one day. That's I think it. I would break it, though. Because I'm always getting, I mean, look at my arms. I'm scratched up. I'm, I mean, I'm. It's bad in there, man. I'm, I'm a working man. I feel like I would break it. I, I'll i give you mine, and I don't care if you break it because I don't wear it anymore. Would it be? I'll bet I'll bet you, you walk, you'll you'll be surprised how many steps you get in. Would I'm, it be crazy for me to say? Because you know how many you get a day, right? Yeah. And my wife used to tell me this all the time, how many steps she would get a day. Would it be crazy for me to say on a regular day, let's say I work six hours, to say 20,000 steps in six hours. Is that crazy? No, that's not crazy. I think that's maybe low-balling it a little bit. Really? I've had a warehouse job before, and, I, and I've and i counted my steps before. And I don't even I, – I wasn't even moving around all that much. Okay. I was in the shipping department, so we were just stacking skids all day. Yeah, well – I mean, you still take a lot of steps, but you're not, like, walking from this end of the warehouse oh, to the I other. I do that all day. Well, I'm telling you, one day I, I walked eight miles. Really? I walked eight miles. No shit. Yeah, which I don't know what that is in steps, but it's way more than 20,000. Okay. 
All right. I think I think ten thousand is like almost about three miles ish. Okay. So wow. twenty thousand, you're looking at six miles. I'm telling you, I walked eight miles one day in there, and that <laughs> and that wasn't even a crazy day. Shit, that was I might be normal walking day. ten miles. A yes, day. I'm. I'm telling you, you should. We should wear one of those things and see what it is. Yeah, it would be entertaining to do that because I, I think I would be flabbergasted, honestly. You probably would. You burn a, you, I bet you're burning way more calories in there than you think you're burning. I mean, look at me right plus, now. Plus, there's no, you just said there's no AC, so you're sweating, and sweat burns calories. Dude, it's, it's fucking 95 in that building. You're a rail. Dude, this is, guess how much I weigh right now? I don't know, but you, you look lean. I mean, I can see your rib cage poking through, man. Dude, you need some meat on them. Bones. I weigh less now than what I did in high school. I don't have to. I'm not even lying. I have to tell Katie to take you to Golden Corral tonight. I weigh 165 pounds, six three, 165. That's something to be proud of. No, it, it's nothing to be proud of, DG. I think it is though. I don't think it's healthy. Well, it's there's a is a really easy fix to your problem. You got to eat more, brother. I come home from work. I eat pizza rolls. Bagel bites, hot pockets, frozen pizzas, potato chips. I eat three bags of potato chips, the big bags, a week. I drink Coca-Cola. I sweat and work. I mean, not work out, but just work in this distribution center. It's so it's such like fast paced. It's like a six hour workout. It doesn't matter what I eat. It doesn't matter because I just burn it all off the next day. It's crazy. I'm telling you, it's crazy. If I could give you one piece of advice, if you're trying to put some weight on, get get you a couple jars of peanut butter, just peanut butter. I like peanut butter toast. If you, I mean, I I don't know. I'm a peanut butter guy. I eat it just. I eat spoonfuls of it. I have to limit the amount I keep in our house because of my, you know, love for peanut butter. So a lot of calories there. Very calorie dense. But anyway, here's a fun fact for you. We were talking about summer, and you're like, yeah, I usually like going swimming. You know going on vacations and stuff i haven't went swimming one time this summer yet and i really don't think i will all summer long i don't think i'll hop in any body of water at all pool lake river creek anything i don't think i'll get in that's sad that's sad to think about because i'm not that's probably that's probably not happened for you since you were like a baby probably no I'm, i'm being serious i don't know if i'll get wet this summer because i did i'm not going on vacation we chose not to go on vacation. Our family vacation was supposed to be this week. I'm supposed to be getting back from Myrtle Beach tomorrow. Okay? We didn't go because the little one's coming. In one month, the little guy will be here. One month. So we didn't go on vacation because, you know, I, I think that's smart, right? One month away. Would you have went? No. Okay. No. So we chose not to go. And then, like, I'm not a big pool guy. I love hanging out by the pool, drinking beers, cooking out. But I'm just not, like, if I'm not at the beach, I don't want to be swimming. Like, even at the beach, I love getting in the pool. But if I'm not at the beach, I'm just like, eh, it's whatever. You'd rather just hang out by the pool yes. than, act, than actually get in. Yes. I'm with you. I didn't uh, take my first dip until last weekend, which coincidentally was at your birthday party. Yeah. Uh, me and my companion, as you know, had to dip out a little early. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you... What happened? You know, how did it conclude? Did it get wild? No, 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 no. It didn't get wild. We shut her down about 1230 wow. a.m. Uh, there was about five people left. Ended it with a few euchre games. Nothing crazy. No, it wasn't strip euchre? Or- no, 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 no. 
No, just regular euchre. I mean, we hung out after you left. I mean, it everything went to like the basketball court. And it was just like a like an old high school or college party where everybody's just hanging around, and everybody's chatting, walking around, just talking. Just yeah, it's just a big chat, you know. That's that's the best part about yeah. get-togethers these right. days, though, you know. You know, and I had a, I we had a decent turnout with the weather, you know. Yeah, a big storm came through. And it got nasty there for a while, right around party start time. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I'm going to have to send out the message on Facebook saying the party's still on, just a little delay here. Everybody showed up. I mean, it, it was a good time. Once that storm went through, actually. It got nice. It felt a lot better out. Yeah. It uh, it cleared up. First of all, the sun came out, but then it also kind of cleared the air there for a little while because it was really humid before, mm-hmm. that, before that storm. It was a big one. It was a big yeah. storm. Yeah, it was nice. But I tell you that that party was the first party I've ever been to where somebody tried to kill a groundhog with an with an with a uh, a weapon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> first time. Yeah, first time over here. But man, I tell you, the adrenaline. It had, though. It had everybody at the party captivated it, when it was going down. Yeah. Like what a spectacle! Too bad he didn't hit it. And everybody could see where he was set up, and yeah. everybody could see the groundhog. I mean, it was an adrenaline rush. Yeah. But it was far away though, wasn't it? It, no, was, it was it was like 150 yards. Yeah, it was it was across a pretty good sized pond and kind of up on a hillside. Yeah. But he had a nice setup out there yeah. with the hill with the hill behind it. Yeah, and also like the week before, he shot one in that same exact spot. They're well, li- they're living in that like brush pile, right? Yeah. And it's not like they're just out there here trying to you know for you PETA people, they're not just out here trying to kill animals. Like these these groundhogs have been terrorizing their house. Yeah, they've been digging. Digging tunnels underneath. Yeah, trenches, basically. And when I say like trenches and tunnels, we're talking probably like a 15 by 15 hole underneath their deck. And they keep trying to fill it in, fill the mulch and dirt back in. But these these gophers or groundhogs or whatever, moles, whatever the hell they are, keep getting back underneath the deck. They keep digging it right back out. Yeah. I mean, they're huge. These, you've seen the hole. I mean, groundhogs are. Get get big, man. They get big. It was definitely here. a groundhog. That thing was huge. <laughs> it was a mammoth. Yeah. I mean, it's like a full grown beaver, basically. Yeah, we're talking probably, and we're not even exaggerating here. I bet he weighed 25 pounds. Oh, yeah. I would say. Close to At it. Minimum. Yeah. At minimum. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that was, that was, uh, <laughs> that was unique. So what did I you, I enjoyed that. What did, <laughs> what did you think when you seen him walk out with that weapon? Well, it wasn't that part. What got me was they were out there, those guys were out there talking, and they spotted that groundhog come out of its hole, you know, however many yards away. And it, and your brother-in-law just immediately, like, just, like, set his beer down, walked back in the house, and <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Did he get offended by the groundhog? Like, what, what hap- what's happening here? And he comes out... <laughs> He's holding that thing, and he's like, I'm going to dust it. I'm going to dust it right here and right now. And I was like, this is a personal vendetta I'm witnessing. Yeah. And uh, and then that's because I didn't know what the hell was going well, on. Well, he's got a rivalry with this thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's when I learned, like, <laughs> this is like, you ever seen Caddyshack? Yeah, and Bill, Bill Murray's got like a personal vendetta with this groundhog terrorizing the golf course, and that's what it was like. It reminded me of Caddyshack. Yeah, well, I mean – Funny story is he was sitting like the week before, a few days before the party, he was sitting 
in the living room there, and there's that back door, and then they got that nice back deck there. That groundhog came up onto the back deck and started hitting on the window, like pecking on the window with his paw. That's a problem. That's and, a problem. And then he got up. He's like, you know, well, fuck you. I'm going. Yeah, he tried to go get his weapon. <laughs> yeah. Dust it, and he was gone. So. I mean, he's just taunting him now. <laughs> he is. He, yeah. He's like, oh, you're being lazy at, today. Wake up. He's like, hey, asshole, Wake up. I'm out here. And that's a true story, too. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, summer, you know, DG, this, this summer's been different for me. I have Just not, a, not, as, not as much hanging? Yeah, just, I haven't been as active. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense for, you know, where you're at in life. Right. You got to kind of a... Uh, Kind of a big event coming up right here in weeks. Yes, weeks away. Well, yeah, yeah. and uh, so yeah, you got to prepare, man. Oh, we're prepared. I think anybody that's had kids knows that. Like yeah. the the run up, there's a lot. There's a ton of anticipation. I think we've a got everything handled. Yeah, give me a checklist, and I'll tell you if I have it done yet. Well, he's gonna need it. He's gonna need to eat. So, you got formula or? Like what we got Teddy Milk. Okay. <laughs> whatever whatever your decision, like, yeah, you got that part covered, sounds like. Gotta have a place to sleep. Oh, he's got that. I okay. put that together myself. All right. And Check. uh Yeah, just change his di- change his diaper. We got a lot of diapers. Eighteen hundred and twenty four. That's all there is to it for probably the first three months at least. Is just Is that a lot? It's just like taking care of a plant, a house plant, except the it cries and it screams. But you're just watering it, feeding it, and letting it grow. You know, that's it. That's what being a parent is for the first three months. Let me ask you this: You know how many diapers they go through? Eighteen hundred and twenty-four. How long will that take? Eighteen hundred twenty-four diapers. Well, it depends. As they get older, they they're less frequent. Yeah. So I'd say early on, maybe eight to twelve diapers a day. Are you shitting me? Really? I would say. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe 12's high. Maybe a little high. It was like 6 to 10. Shoo. In that range. Okay. But it's That's pretty odd. I mean, it's a couple. Of, it's every like two, three hours probably. Okay. So I don't know. 1824 divided by 10. 180 days. It's like almost a half a year. Really? You think I'll go six through months? 1824 diapers in six months? I'm not saying, oh yeah, that's, that seems... That seems like that's, a lot. That seems off. Yeah. Seems like a lot of diapers for six months. It's going to be... I mean, you're not going to have to buy diapers for a long time. Okay. Let's put it that That way. makes me feel better. That's how many diapers you got? Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. It's how, it's how many we got. You must be a pretty well-liked guy for people to buy you that many diapers. I guess. I guess so. My wife... Do you know, do you know how to change a diaper? Never have... I've been asked to multiple times, and I always say, no, I'm going to wait for my own. Okay. Because I want him or her to be the first. Yeah. I'm going to wait. So I'm looking forward to it, to learning, you know, the techniques. I know there's got to be some different techniques out there, the best way to do it. Yeah, there probably is. I think everybody kind of gets their little method that they like. It's most efficient. And I don't like change. So once I start doing something, I'm not going to switch it up. Say you do it a different way. It's like, hey, okay, you know what? I like it this way and I'm going to keep it this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You agree with that? Some people wipe with the right. Some people wipe with the left. Yeah. Some people have kind of a hybrid method. 
I don't know anybody that does, but yeah. And uh, sometimes the changing table is where the kids laying sideways in front of you. And then other change, you know, other times if you're changing changing them on a bed, then they're just laying, you know, vertically. Yeah. So it's you get your methods, you know, you you figure out how you want to situate them. Depends on the area. Depends on the area. Uh, I like to take a couple wet wipes out of the bag and just lay them there. Because sometimes those wet wipes, they don't come out so easy. So I like to, you don't want the kids screaming and you're and you're fumbling with the wet wipe Oh, you get them out. Wet you're, you get, you're prepared. I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. Okay, and then you get One, it. two, three, and done. It's like okay. a rodeo. Yeah. So yeah, you, you, get, you get that stuff figured out. My question, and I didn't even know what this word meant before I had a kid. Do you know how to swaddle? I know what you're talking about. Okay. It's like the the little wrap cloth, the cloth wrap or you put him in you put him in this little That's all it is. Yeah. Yep. No, I don't know how to swaddle. Okay. It's easy. But you'll get that technique down too, but it's I'm going to say it's pretty key for you to learn how to swaddle well because babies babies need to be kind of like compact and compressed to sleep really well and like for a long time because they got this stretch reflex where if they're if they're not wrapped up they just they just like freak out and they like all four limbs go out at the same time and they wake themselves up that's the reason you don't want it to happen is because they wake themselves up when a baby's sleeping you want that thing to sleep man so you gotta you gotta learn how to swaddle good make sure his arms are down at his sides wrap him up good that way stretch reflex doesn't wake him up now he'll he'll sleep. I'll better make a note of that. That way, those are the two things. The two things you gotta, you want to get a good handle on. Changing diapers, changing and swaddling. And swaddling. Feeding's easy. You just hold their head and hold the bottle's easy, and they'll they'll let you know when they're done. That part's easy. Swallowing and uh, changing. Changing. Got something for you here. <laughs> Thinking about it makes you laugh. <laughs> I just want to tell you this. I want to get your thoughts, okay? All right. I was parked the other day eating my lunch, okay? I was in my truck, air conditioner on, listening to music, and this guy drives by. And he, he, he looks rough. He's he's a guy who's got his own dumpster rental, or he works for a dumpster rental company. It was like a, I don't know, it was a Chevy truck. It had some dents in it. You know, it's it's a work truck. And then he was hauling like a dumpster behind it, all right? And he had this like fluorescent green yellow vest on, like you know, like all the construction or drivers wear or whatever. And I I don't know why I was watching him. I was just like eating a sandwich and I was watching him drive by. And all of a sudden, like while he's driving, probably going 15, 20 miles per hour, he sticks his head out the window and farmer blows while driving. Ever seen it? Have you ever seen it? No, I've never, I've seen plenty of farmers blows. Right, never out of the window of a moving vehicle. Me either. And like my thought process was like, did that guy really just do that? Because that's the first time I've ever seen this. And then I started thinking about like all the after effects. Like that's not, you know, it it comes out in either a clod, like a booger, or it comes out in like a like a sneeze, like a nasty. Yeah, like snotty. Yeah, that's what I was runny. looking for. Run, runny, runny nose, snotty, whatever. Yeah. You know, it goes everywhere. Guess where that shit's going if you're moving? Back back seat. If the window's down. 
It's going all over the side of the truck, the side of the oh, window. Yeah. I should have known. You know? Like, That's what happened when Corey with a K puked out of my window. It got all over the side. Yeah. Shout out Corey with a K. Well, same thing, you know? Like, where do you think that's going to go if you're moving, dude? Why don't you wait till you get to a stop sign or a stoplight? Then open your door and do it onto the road. Yeah. Why are we doing it out the window when the wind's on you? I well, know you're only going 20, but there's still a draft there. Well, I mean, he's probably working. It's the middle of the day. Yeah. He's got places to be. He's not going to stop and farmers blow on the ground. Are you crazy? This dude probably sh- has shit in that truck before. <laughs> the way it looked, he probably has. I'm sorry, he probably has. It smells like it too. You know, that dude just wants to put in his his Tuesday. He wants to, you know, stop at the gas station you know, and grab, grab his six-pack of Milwaukee Light and go home. Funny thing is, it might have been on a fucking Tuesday. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Tuesday or Wednesday, but it might have been Tuesday. That guy probably wasn't even his truck. He could give two shits less whether snot well, gets no, on he's, the- he's not the owner of the company. <laughs> yeah. The owner of the dumpster rental company isn't farmers blowing out the window while driving. No. I can almost guarantee it. There's probably owners out there that still farmers blow, oh. but, but maybe not out of the window of like the limo or yeah. whatever. Like I'm farmer blowing all the time. Like if I got to get it out and I'm outside, I'm not going inside to get a tissue or toilet paper, you know, I'm just going to let it rot. Yeah. But there's, there's, it's kind of disgusting though, because sometimes you don't get it all out and you got a little extra up there and you got to wipe it with your hand and then it goes on your jeans or your shirt. You know, that's kind of sick if you think about it. Yeah, that's nice. A lot of germs there, but we've all done it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a normal thing for sure. I've I've done it in front of my wife before. Sometimes I just don't even care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Now, have you ever done it during a sporting event? Because I have. Oh, yeah. I'm and sure I, I have. And I just don't even give a shit. Like, I've done it straight onto a basketball court and wiped it up with my shoe. You know, like the <laughs> sneaker, like if you spit on the court and you get yeah. your sneakers clean. Yeah, I mean, I've never, like, farmers blown onto a basketball court. Oh, I have. A, I, I guarantee I've done it at least 20, 25 times in my career. At least but sometimes when you're out there, what are you going to say? Coach, take me out. I need to blow my that's, nose. That's true. Yeah. Plus, right. Like in towards the end of the game, you're so exhausted. Like you don't, you don't care. You know, you don't give a shit about anything at that point. Do you ever hawker? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's but, nothing like a good, good hawker. My wife absolutely hates it. Oh, it's disgusting. I mean, it is disgusting, but like you said, if you feel something in your throat or in your nose and you got to get that out, Hawk it up. Hawk that thing up. Spit it on the on the ground. Spit or swallow. No. What, whatever. No. Whatever you We ain't swallowing shit, dude. That's sick. <laughs> what? That's almost like you wiping the toilet with fucking toilet paper. I cannot your skid marks. I cannot I still cannot believe you said you did that. I mean, it's not you're not gonna digest like it's gonna pass through you. Right? I know, but just the feeling of that going down your throat, you're like, uh, I know what that was. Yeah, kind of like a wet, raw oyster. You like oysters? Uh, I don't think I've ever had a raw oyster. I think we've had this talk before. Really? Yeah, I think we have talked about oysters. Probably before. with Troy, right? You, you like, so you like, yeah, I think he was, it was Yeah. It was either you or or Levi, one of you, that said you only like your oysters cooked if they're cooked. I've, I, I don't think I've ever had. A raw? Yeah. Yeah. I think... I've had a, I've had, I think I just had a raw oyster for the first time in like the last couple of years. What are, what's the, like the seafood that looks like a deep fried, like little worm? Is oh, that like, cal- calamari? No, like a, is that a clam? Oh, deep fried clams. Like it's like skinny. 
Yeah, I think that's deep fried clams. Okay, yeah, I like those, and I like calamari too. Calamari's kind of it, when it's deep fried, it gets kind of stringy. Too. Yeah, yeah. Or it's got like a little. It's like a little circle. It's like a little circle. That's always been weird to me. You get calamari, you get a plate of calamari for like an appetizer or something. Some of them are circles, and then some of them are like little octopuses. It's mm-hmm. like where the hell are these circles coming from? I feel like the last time I had it was in Florida, and it kind of looked like a little octopus, kind of. Yeah, some of them do. There's just like these little mini squids. Yeah. But they're delicious. Yeah, they were good. You deep fried. I mean, hell, you can't. Whatever. Dude, I love deep fried foods. Deep fried, deep fried anything. You deep fry anything, it tastes better, almost. Have you ever had a deep fried turkey? I haven't, but I guarantee you I'd like it. We did it one time out at the local establishment. And it was so good. Yeah. I think it was the first time I've ever had it. We had a little mishap, though. You got to have the, It's dangerous. Oh, it is. And we fucked it up. You got to be real careful. Yeah, and we fucked it up. That's why, you know... Most we, we didn't do much research on it. We thought we could just throw it in and it would go. Wrong. You can't have very much oil in that thing because that turkey is so heavy and so big that oil rises when it goes in. We had it overfilled and the shit started going everywhere. It was nasty. Almost caught fire. It was bad. Bad deal. That's, yeah, that's... And it, it stained the concrete floor because all that oil came out, you know, it was all over the place. But we figured it out. We got the turkey done. Phenomenal. If you've never had a deep fried turkey, I suggest you go try it. But know what you're doing before you try it. When you watch those movies where there's Thanksgiving and there's like a big family Thanksgiving feast and they set the turkey down... It's always seems like it's always deep fried. It's a deep fried turkey. Yeah. Like that's kind of what I see when I. Yeah. It's got the little white things on the ends of the legs, you know. And yeah. It's always just seems to be deep fried. I think they make it look that way. Because Probably. they want you to think that thing looks delicious. I'm They're just, not going to put a regular turkey out there and be like, oh, I see that every Thanksgiving. That's just another turkey, you know. I don't think they would like do that. It looks like a pile of lunch meat. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of lunch meat. Speaking of lunch me, I'm glad you brought that up. My wife came to me the other day because I'm a big Subway guy, right? I love Subway. It's probably my favorite sub shop. Anyway, she came to me the other day and said, guess what? Subway doesn't have their deli meats laid out in front of you anymore. I'm like, what do you mean? You know how like if you go in, you can tell them what you want. It's all laid out right there. And they just pick it up and put it on the bread. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. No more. They cut it. With a slicer now, right in front of you. Kind of like the old Amish shop out here, the Mennonites. That slice it up right there? They slice it up right there in front of you, then put it on the bread for you. Huh. Fresh slice. I think they're going fresh now. Subway eat fresh, that was a lie, because it was never really fresh. Subway eat what's laying here, what's been laying here for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now it's Subway really eat fresh. Ah. Props to them. What do you think about that? That must though? be a recent thing. Because no, it is, I think. I just had Subway like two weeks, three weeks ago, okay. and that wasn't the case then. I don't, I, I don't think. I think she's seen it on the internet or TikTok or something. All right. And she told me about it. I haven't tried it yet. I'll report back, but I feel like that's a fantastic idea because no one wants to walk in and get a cold piece of turkey or a warm piece of turkey breast put on bread. I want it straight off, you know, out of the fridge. Get it out where it's cool. Cut it. And then let's put it on my bread. I don't yeah. want to, you know, room temperature. Yeah, I, yeah, that I prefer that much more than 
having it just sit there. Yeah. And just taking it out of a little container. We all know, but we still eat it. Yeah. Like the lettuce, oh, the pickles, good. the veggies, all that shit that's laying out. Think about all the flies that get on it. Think about like the room temperature lettuce. Who the hell eats room well, temperature lettuce? Well, what I think about with any of the, these types of places, Subway, Chipotle, Piata, any of these places where you go down the line, you know, what if like one worker one day just like came in to work that morning, had just a little bit of a tickle in their throat, and then by 3 p.m., they're just like sneezing all over everything. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. They're sneezing all over everything. They don't have face masks. No, hell no. It's not COVID season. They don't wear hair nets either. No. No, they got the hats. Yeah. But, but what are they? Shit. Yeah, you take that hat off and scratch your head. Guess what? A little dandruff. <laughs> dandruff. A little head seasoning <laughs> falls in the meat, dude. That's not salt. No. That's not Parmesan cheese. No. That's dandruff. That's on your meatball sub. You gonna do anything for Labor Day weekend this year? Now, now listen, listen to me. I know, I'm not an idiot. Like I know you're gonna have an, an infant, a newborn, but like I still see you, even with like a week weeks old baby, still doing something to commemorate Memorial Day weekend. You know, it's gonna be a way toned down version, obviously. But like, you got anything planned? What would you like to do? I don't have anything planned. Is it playing it by ear or playing it by year? I think it's playing it by ear. I've heard both. But anyway, I'm playing it by ear or year. Yeah, well, it means the same thing. Yeah. Because I don't know, I don't know what to expect, DG. I really don't. You know I'm new with this. But but I do know that me and my wife like to celebrate long weekends, Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July, whatever it is. Long weekends, that's our shit. I can almost guarantee we're not going to stay at home. We're going to be at a cookout somewhere with, See, that's, with, with that's that what kid. I, I kind of figured that's what was going to happen. You're going, you still do something. The boy's going to be going to places. That's one thing that we've talked about. We do not want to be homebodies with him. We want to get him out and about. We do not want to just stay home, you know, all day, every day, all night. We want to get out and we want to go. We're going to go to Roosters. We're going to go out to eat like we usually do every weekend. We're going to keep our regular schedule, and we're going to immune him to it. Good. That's our goal. That's how, now, it, that's how it ought to be. Now, it could be hard, you know, at first, but we're going to try. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think that that's totally doable. Might take a little bit more time, you know, packing stuff and yeah. loading stuff in the car and kind of planning around him and his, you know, food schedule, whatever. But it's definitely doable. I think I think that's a great idea because that's the lifestyle that you guys like to live. Yeah. You know, that's how it's going to be when he gets older. Might as well, you know, start letting him get used to it now. Yeah, that's our goal. So, I mean, to answer your question, absolutely, we're not going to sit in the house all weekend. But if we have to, we have to. You know, I just don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah, that'll all flesh itself out. Because at that point, I mean, we're talking three weeks old, two weeks old. It might be kind of hard to take a two-week-old to a Labor Day weekend cookout. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We'll just wait and see. I might just have to leave him in the house, go outside, fire fire up the grill, turn on the, the Blitz, drink a beer, and come <sighs> back in. Man. You, you know? I tell you, I made the decision. When I was a kid, and I would be riding with my dad in his truck, 
to like go to baseball games and tournaments and practices and whatever. He would always be listening. When I was younger, when I was like in elementary school, he was always listening to 97.1, which at that time was not the fan. Yeah. It was it was like an oldies station. It was like 50s, 60s music. Music he listened to growing up. And like we listened to those golden oldies all day all day every day. I mean, Elvis and Roy Orbison and Three Dog Night and like Mamas and the Papas, like all oldies all the time. I decided a couple weeks ago, like I had a moment. I was in my garage. I was listening to the Blitz, and I decided right then and there, this is the radio station my kid's going to be raised on, 99.7 The Blitz. Yeah. He's going to know Metallica. He's going to know Def Leppard. He's going to know Led Zeppelin. There's He's going to know There's a lot of Kid Rock Nirvana. There too. He's going to know Kid. He's going to know, you know, like all the big ones. He's going to know them growing up. I love I just, it. I, I, can't, I can't raise a kid and him not know about, you know, how great rock and roll yeah. is. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Here lately, I've got away from the Blitz. I went the more classic route. 96.3. 96.3. There's nothing wrong with 96.3. <laughs> Dude, this is a great station. And I'm not shitting you, DG. You know, I work 410, so I go into work at about, I leave the house about 4.10 a.m. And I'm not shitting you. By about 4.15 a.m., at least two out of the four days a week, Tom Petty free falling plays in that time slot. Yeah. I don't know what it I is. Bet, I bet that station plays a ton of Tom Petty. They do. They do. Which is great. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know what it is. It's like in between 4.10 and 4.15, free falling is on like a set list somewhere there. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of me. Like, hey, you know what? Rolski's heading to work. Let's play some free falling because I love free falling. One of my favorite Tom Petty songs of all time. After Last Dance and Roll Another. But that's in, for another day. It's another pod. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, 96.3. I love it. Great. I mean, yeah. It's just all classics. It, classic rock station. It's nothing new. And I tell you, there's there's a good bit of overlap, really, between 96.3 and 99.7. Right. You'll hear a lot of... 99.7 does play some classics, but not nearly as much as oh, 96.3, no. because that's what they're known for. Right. No, there's nothing wrong with 96.3. and Nothing at all. I mean, classic rock. Yeah. You can't beat it. Yeah. Now, it's there just, are some songs on there that I've never heard before. That's good. Yeah, that is good. The thing is, with classic rock, like, they're classics. Yeah. They play all classics. I don't know. To me, like, the classics are the classics for a reason. They're great songs. But for me personally, they start feeling over way overplayed yeah. after a while. It's like, I've heard this song 50 million times in my life. Like, I get it. It's a great song, but I don't want to listen to it again. So that's where I kind of migrated over towards the Blitz because they play a lot of newer stuff mm-hmm. that you stuff haven't you've really never heard, right? Mm-hmm. And they, but even even the Blitz, that you know that stuff gets old after a while. The other day I heard them like, like yeah, brand new, you know, you know, brand new Pop Evil coming up, and they played a song, and it was from like two and a half years ago. It's like this is not new yeah. anymore. You've been playing it for two and a half years. Like switch it up. Anyway, I was going to ask you a question. I had some something. We were having that conversation, and I had a something I was going to ask you. I can't remember what Just it was. Just on the edge of your tongue. I'm going to let you ponder on it. All right. It'll come back. Because I had something I wanted to ask you. How old your mattress? 
Um, five. Five years? Yeah. Now, do the professionals say, like, is there like a time limit you want to keep your mattress before you get a new one? Because they don't, don't they say like every five to ten you need to get a new one? Uh, is that what they say, the professionals? I'm just saying like a salesman. A salesman? Yeah. Oh, shit. They'll like, probably tell like, you it needs replaced every two years. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like there's like a a if, limit on a mattress. If there is like a like a guideline, I think it's, I'm not aware of it. I think there is. But though. I'm sure there probably if is. If we looked it up right now, I guarantee it's like five to 10 on a mattress. All right. Yeah. Let's just say that. So you say yours is probably about five, right? Five, yeah. So if you went into like a, the mattress factory, or wherever, Big Sandy, some furniture store, and say, hey, I'm looking for a mattress. Mine's five years old. They're going to be like, oh, shit, you're ready for a new one, ain't you? Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what they're going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Well, I need a new mattress because my mattress is probably from the 1980s, and I'm not even lying. <laughs> oh. I'm not lying when I say this either. I believe you. It was my mom and dad's before it was my brother's. And now it's mine. I still sleep on it to this day. So we're talking at least late 80s, early 90s. Okay. So it's got some age to it's it. It's got some age to it. But that doesn't mean anything necessarily. <sighs> Buddy, it's rough. Okay. So I was gonna I was gonna say if you're if you're saying a brand new mattress ain't cheap. I know. If you're if you're saying because my mattress is old, I'm gonna go out and buy a new mattress on principle, on that principle alone. I was going to say, I got a problem with that. Nah. I think it needs to be more based on feel. No, brother. Go lay on that sucker. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not bad, but... It's put in its time. You could feel it in your back in the morning when you roll out of that bitch. It's seen some shit. <laughs> oh, it's seen some shit for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's seen some shit. But I'm just saying, oh, like... I, can't, I feel I can't like imagine. I don't I, want to imagine. I feel like it's on his deathbed. I feel, I feel like it's just it's, about ready to croak, man. Like, it's lived to a good ripe old age. It's you know, it's, and this is how fucking cheap I am. Me and my wife, we were looking for like a sectional the other day. Okay, we were looking for a sectional. I don't know. It was probably like two months ago. We went look for a sectional because we really wanted to buy a sectional for the man cave. We wanted to get a package deal. You see how I got this nice L shape over here? Yeah, that's it'd nice. be perfect for a sectional. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted one. She wanted one for upstairs because we got the perfect spot for one up there. So we kind of wanted to get a package deal going. Well, we went and we didn't find any sectionals that we liked. So I'm like, hey, we could really use a mattress. Can we just go look? I'm like, okay, let's go look. So I, I go over and I start laying on the mattresses. And of course, salesman walks up to me. He's like, hey, you, know, you interested in a mattress? I'm like, yeah, mine's old. I'm in the market for one. Of course, he starts giving me the spiel and all the expensive ones. And I'm like, hey. I'm not paying, you know, four grand for a mattress. It's just not gonna happen. Let's just cut the bullshit right now. <laughs> right <guy. laughs> now. Like I've got I've got a limit here and I'm talking probably a thousand bucks. What you got? And he's like, Well, <laughs> to be honest with you, I've only got a select few under that, you know, that price range. I'm like thinking a thousand dollars. I know. For a mattress. I know. No wonder mine's from the eighties. I ain't paying that shit. It's rough, dude. Everything's every everything's like that. So he takes me over to the cheap mattresses, right? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So I start sitting on them. I start laying on them. I find one that you know ain't bad. I'm like, okay, what's the price on this? And he's like, well, the brand new tag on this mattress is like eight ninety nine. 
He goes, but, and I was like, oh, $8.99? I said, do you have one in stock? Because I'll probably take it today. He went over to his computer, blah, blah, blah. He looked it up. Discontinued. This mattress is discontinued. We no longer carry it. I'm like, well, okay. What do you want for the floor model? <laughs> Seriously. Hey, you were just laying on it. Yeah. You knew you know you like that model. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I said, what do you want for the floor model? Will you sell it? He goes, Yeah, we sell floor models all the time. I'm like, okay, we'll look it up. He goes over, starts looking it up. And my wife, she's like, Really? You want to buy a floor model? Do you know how many people have laid on that? Have sat on that just like you just did? That's disgusting. And you want that in your bedroom? You want to sleep on that for the next 10, 20 years? I'm like, Shh, it's going to have a sheet on it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, that's that was it's my covered. Th- that was my thought process. If I can get this bitch 50% off, absolutely I'm going to buy it. No doubt about it. Well, plus, you know nothing unsavories happening in the that on that mattress right it's just people coming in they probably got their nice clothes on they're out and about yeah. you know they just they lay on top of it and then they get right up yeah i think that's fine man i think that's a i think that's a savvy move on your part yeah. i don't think that's cheap i think that's a savvy move yeah he came back with it he came back with an offer and it made me walk out of the building guess what he offered the floor model to me for it's probably been sitting there for at least a year or two. I mean, it's discontinued. So it was originally a thousand. Nine. Okay. Nine hundred. And he comes back and says, I can give you the floor model for six fifty. Seven fifty. He took a hundred and fifty bucks off. I looked at him with the most disgusting <laughs> look. I looked him straight in the beady eyes and I said, There ain't no way. A hundred I literally said that I said, There ain't no way. Hundred and fifty bucks. And I said exactly what my wife said. I said, do you know how many people come in here and sit on that? They spill drinks. There's kids jumping up and down on it, spilling their fucking Pringle crumples on it. Come on, man. 150 bucks off? What the hell? Like, what and I, we just walked out. I'm serious. I was like, well, I, I, yeah, I'm not, definitely not buying that. No. So did you just turn and go, or did you look him in the eye and say, I'm walking? <laughs> no, I looked him out. I said, I'm not buying that. I said, yeah. yeah. He wasn't budging? No, he said, we can't. I was like, well, okay. But if if any other sale, if he had enough balls, any other salesman would have made a deal. It's a floor model. It's discontinued. What the fuck are you going to do with it? Probably throw it out. Probably. Yeah. At least get 500 out of it. I was looking, I would have bought it for 500 If he would have said 500 I would have said, let me put it in my truck. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking yeah. was be reasonable. You know, half off. That's what I was thinking. It was Roughly a purple mattress. Off. Purple? You ever, you ever heard of them? I think they're called purple. No. Was it literally purple? No. It was just, white, just, but it had like a purple border on it. Right. I think they're called purple. Never heard I of it. I don't know that. I might be fucking that up. But anyway, I didn't buy the mattress, but I'm in the market for one. So anybody out there that knows anything about mattresses. Get a hold of me. Get a hold of me. I know what I was going to ask you now. Okay. So I wanted to ask you like about the rest of your summer. So I know what you did for your birthday. know what you're doing for Memorial Day. What did you do for July 4th? Really didn't do a whole lot. I went to a buddy of mine's wedding reception. Okay. I did that that weekend. July 4th, I didn't do shit, to be honest with you. On the day, July 4th. Was that Tuesday? Yeah, I didn't do shit. But I went to a wedding reception that weekend. Great time. Free beer, free food. Can't beat it. Socialized. Awesome. Congratulations. It was a good time. 
then we also went to Big Red's house for the annual 4th of July cookout pool party. Listened to music, hung out with friends, socialized. He built a badass pool bar. He's got a badass pool kitchen with a bar that's probably longer than ours and probably two times the, you know, the width. Little tiki. Oh, it's not, dude. It's nice as hell. Honestly, it's nice. Um, He's got a two two fridges, a stove, microwave, sink, TV, surround sound speakers. I mean, he's got it all. Okay, it's nice. His TV's not hooked up yet, and I don't think the speakers are hooked up yet, but it's work in progress. Yeah, sounds like it. But I mean, it's it's really really nice. But yeah, that was my Fourth of July. I really didn't do see any fireworks. Yeah, we let off. What the hell kind of answer is that? Yeah, like, did I, you see fireworks or didn't you? I'm not talking about you see them in passing. Did you make plans to go somewhere and see fireworks? No, we set off a few fucker. That's are they fireworks or firecrackers? No, we're talking the big bangs. Oh, whisker do's and whisker don'ts. Kitty whistle, kitty. I don't chasers. Know. I don't know. We need Otis here. He knows. <laughs> he knows the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, we set off some big bangs, man. Yeah, with the, with the tubes and everything that shoot up into the sky and make make a big boom. Yeah, you know the pretty little confetti falls out of the sky. Yeah, we did that. It was cool. We only set off about three or four. It was like a it was like a lead in to their show for the next night. They okay. just wanted to practice and make sure they got it. Got it. Cool. So you saw some, yeah, yeah like three. Nothing yeah. crazy. No, I'm not a really big firework guy. I'm not either. So I, I could give a shit less, honestly. You ever been to Red, White, and Boom? No, me neither. I don't think I ever will. No, me either. I don't want to. I just, I know it's a Columbus tradition, but yeah, I'm not trying to fight that, that crowd just to see some fireworks. And I'm sure it's a great show, but still, I just can't do it. What, what, you, you guys went down to the Reds game. Yeah. What weekend was that? Oh, I don't And know. that was at the tail end of the winning streak, correct? No, we fucking broke the... We broke the streak when I was what, there. What was it? At twelve or thirteen? It was twelve. And that if they would have won that day, that would have been the new record. Yeah. Messed and you it up. decided to you decided to parade your pretty little cell phone down there. You say, Hey, the Reds are really good now. I'm gonna go down and catch me a game and then you just fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. It was <laughs> awesome though. I mean, it was sold out. Look. They're going to have a lot more sold-out games this season, I have a feeling. That whole weekend was sold out, Friday through Sunday. I mean, there wasn't a seat in the building. Especially because of the the streak. Yeah. But yeah. also, I mean, Ellie is just <laughs> – he's just – Funny story about Ellie. Hit on, did he hit on Katie? <laughs> as soon as he got called up, I said, hey, I'll buy your ticket if you buy me a T-shirt jersey. It's about the same. She goes, oh, deal, deal. So she ordered me the T-shirt jersey. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be in at the Reds with the Elliott Daily Cruz T-shirt jersey. The official? Yeah, the Nike Cincinnati Reds T-shirt jersey. I'm so excited to wear that thing down there. Support my guy. Just got here this week. Never made it. (laughs) Just got here this week. And guess what? The people I went with, they went to the pro shop and bought them there and wore them in. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I uh, wanted to be the only one with the Ellie Day of the Cruz t-shirt jersey in the car going to the game. Guess what? They had them on coming back. I didn't. You got to check shipping on that. You got to check estimated they shipping They date. didn't say nothing, man. 
That's sketchy. Then we got the email like a day after saying, oh. Yeah, we just picked it. Sold out. We just put it on the store because it was every, we knew everybody would fucking buy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dicks. That sucks. Dude, it sucks. That was a but kick guess in what? the dick. Guess what? Guess what I'm wearing to the bar in the uh, outdoor patio live music tonight. Ellie Day the Cruise. That's what I'm talking about. I'm wearing it tonight. First game back from All Star Break. Is it tonight? It is. They are, played. They played seven. Are you shitting they're me? Starting in, they're starting the home series against the Brewers tonight. Uh, holy shit! I'm yeah, definitely dude. wearing it. Yeah. Hell yes. You need to get all Reds though. Yeah. Get in there and represent. Speaking Make sure of, they got it on TV. Speaking of Reds, how about a Raz? You ever heard of a Raz? How about a Duck Race? <laughs> Randomized Duck Race. I don't. I never heard of a Duck Race. Per se, until I saw your you posting them on Facebook, you said before you know we were just chatting on air there or off air. I'm sorry before we get started, and you just said, "Man, it's been so long since we ripped a pod down here. It feels more like a a card selling studio than a podcast studio." And I see you got some some stacks of some cards down here. I see this. I see a Joe Burrow here. Yeah. That's Joe Burrow. 2020 Panini Select, number 46 Joe Burrow, Silver Prism, 9.5. Yeah. Appears to be in some kind of plastic case. Yeah, that's a graded case from SGC. And it is also a rookie. Is that right? Yes, that's his rookie. How about that card right there in front of you to your right? Pick that up. Yeah, that one right there. Okay, huh? so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explain that to the people. It's got a shiny background. Yeah. It's a chrome. That's a That's a Bowman chrome. Ellie De La Cruz, third baseman, that's slash a mo- shortstop. That's a mojo. That's his Bowman Chrome right there. That seems like a card I would want to have. No free ads for you. Yeah. To give the people a little hint, that might be razzed up. So what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck Ra- they 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 call them, they call up? them they call them razzes. I don't know why. Why do they call them duck races? Because it's a fucking duck race. Do you watch the videos? No. Ducks race. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any interest in buying any cards, I know. so I never tune in. <laughs> no, I never, you, no, you just told me beforehand you'd pop in. I popped in one time when like people were joining, and I was waiting on you to give me a shout-out, and you never did, so I left like I <laughs> 15 seconds later. I didn't see your name. <laughs> I wanted you to be like, hey, what are you? What the hell are you doing here? You want to buy some cards? Uh-oh. I was going to be like, no, and just hang up. <laughs> No, man, it's just like a little hobby. It's just like a little side gig. It's but all like, it is. Do you, do you make money off of it? Not a lot. There's not a lot of. I mean, just, the, it's just more of an enjoyable thing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really not a lot of money to be made in the type of cards that I sell because they're cheaper cards. Now, if you get into like the thousand dollar cards or more, and the guy plays good, yeah, you can make some money. It's all it's it's like stocks, DG. Let me explain it to you. It's like stocks. So, Ellie De La Cruz, before he got called up, his cards, I've got two in the case that are big-time cards right now. So, one's worth of probably 250 The other's worth probably 700 plus. Okay? Now, before he got called up to the pros and started playing well, the one card was worth about 50 and the other card was probably worth about 100 Okay? That's how much the prices go up if these guys play well. It's all. It's like the stock market. Now, since Ellie's new, and he's like you know the most popular player in baseball be, behind Otani, probably 
his card, like if he would get hurt and go to the DL or whatever, his cards probably wouldn't go down because he's new and he's still going to be good when he comes back, right? Now, an older guy, say like Trout or, you know, Freddie Freeman or someone like that gets hurt and goes. ACL tear. Yeah, something bad that maybe could end his career. His card, Their cards are going to hit the fucking dirt. You know, they're going to go way down. But Ellie, since he's new, I think his shit was he's pretty he's pretty liquid, man. Like he's not going anywhere for a while. So his shit's gonna stay up. So my question is It's all is, about the stock market. When do you when do you jump in? Like did you did, Well, here's did my you, thing. Did do you have like did you jump in I jumped when in, Ellie was still in Louisville? I jumped in way too late. Not way too late. Way too late's right now. Yeah. Way too late is right You're now. Be paying through the nose right I now. I jumped in as soon as he got called up. I said, okay, he's a red now. I'm going to buy his shit, which was still a little late because that $250, $300 card I was talking about, I bought for $150. But it wasn't too late because, guess what? I'm up 100 bucks already. And by the end of the season, I could be up two, three, 400 Who knows? Depends. If, you know, it's all about the playoffs, too. Like If they go on the playoffs and Ellie has a big game, for example, when he hit the cycle, <laughs> You can only imagine what his card prices did. Yeah. That's what we don't have to go because people probably don't give a shit about cards, but I just want to try to explain it to you for a little bit. Well, yeah. And I like hearing like kind of what your strategy is. Do you ever like bet on futures when it comes to cards? Like, I don't know if you've heard this name, Christian Encarnacion Strand in Louisville. He's already big. He's already. not, he's, he's not as big as Ellie, but his card prices aren't cheap right now. Well, now they're you, only, I mean, I, if From you, all everything I'm hearing, they're only going to get more expensive. If you were the type of guy that said, "You know what? I'm going to purchase Ellie last year," you got some. You got a bag in your pocket right now. Like if you got all of his good shit. When we I'm talking good you shit, I'm talking like autographs you could have bought for like a hundred bucks. After that weekend, he put on in Dayton. When I we know. Were there. Gosh, dang it! You should have got in I, right then and there. I watched Ellie before he got called up at the Dayton Dragons. Hit four home runs in two games that summer. I should have said, you know what? Hell with it. Buy every single autograph I can get of Ellie Deli. Next Cruz. time you see somebody hit four home runs in two days, you'll know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh. So let me add, uh, real quick, just to close out the card discussion. At home, I got a Pete Rose. I got like three Pete Roses. None of them are rookies. I got a couple of Johnny Benches. None of them are rookies. I have a Barry Larkin rookie. None of them graded for the bunch. Give me, give me, just give me a number. It just depends on condition. Well, what if I was trying to sell them on Facebook Marketplace? I, because I, I got, I got, I, I got some keep, listings. I've been keeping up with you. Have you got any hits? No. <laughs> Come on. Does that tell you anything? Because guess what? The card market right now is booming, and if those cards were booming, they'd be gone by now. Because you know. But somebody out there if, still wants them. If there was a deal to be had, someone would have bought them already. I, I, I put. Not those cards. I've seen them. I'm keeping. I'm keeping those cards. <laughs> I had a, you know, like a. I think I got a Steve Kerr from when he was with the Knicks. I put that one up. I got a Herschel Walker. It's probably two cents. I got. Um, I got some Shaq rookies. Like I said, it just depends, man. But like twenty bucks. I was just like, there's like twelve cards there, and they're all decent. They're halfway decent. And I said, hey, 20 bucks. Here's the Thinking thing. Thinking somebody will come along and say, okay. hey, I'll give you five and I'll pick them up. I got I'd be like, gone. Just because the name on the card is popular doesn't make the card popular. Like, you can go out right now and buy 
what you think is a cool-ass Joe Burrow or a cool-ass Patrick Mahomes. Those are the two biggest names in football right now, probably, quarterback-wise. Oh, yeah. If it's not, you know, a rookie or if it's not like a different variation or if it's not numbered, it, I mean, ba- there's there's a lot of base cards out there. Nobody cares. No one gives a shit about them. They wipe their ass with them. When you open up a pack and you hit a base card, guess what they do with them? Throw them in the trash or donate them somewhere. Who keeps so that's base probably cards? what I got. I got a bunch of base cards. Probably. If I had to guess, if you got them up for 20 bucks and people see them and they haven't, you haven't got one message? Not one. <laughs> yeah. Not one. I'd say. It's probably been up there for three weeks. Yeah, I'd say the, I'd probably delete it. Somebody out there, just message me. Humor me a little bit. <laughs> That's what let's, someone, ha- let's haggle. I'll let it go for a quarter. Would someone please just <laughs> offer this guy something for his fucking 12-card lot? Yeah. But anyway, the Reds, I mean, you said you said a while, you know, probably like a couple weeks ago, you said, I've never watched this much baseball in my life. Ever. You know, and, you know the first game I missed since Ellie's been up? And when I say miss, I mean, I've either watched it on TV or listened to it on the radio. When it was your party. My party. Not at your party. Yep. Because I was thinking, I wonder if he'll have it on. I wonder if he'll be that into it or if he'll like want to, you know, talk to his guests. I let it go. Yeah. That was, that, was, the, that was the right move. There was a lot of people there that I haven't seen or talked to for a while. So I wanted to mingle. Maybe like a smaller group oh, would have yeah. been. We would have had it on. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, like I, I watched the shit out of them. Like well, tonight, I'm probably not going to catch the game because I'm going to be at live music. But bet your ass, bet your ass, I'm going to be watching my phone play by play. I'm going to have it on play by play. Got to. It's the Brewers, man. Yeah. Moves being made. People love watching winning baseball, you yeah. know? They, they It's no fun to watch a team that loses most of their games. And by God, it's been a while since Cincinnati has had winning baseball. Yeah, it has. I mean, they had a decent season, what was it, 2020? They made the playoffs that year on a technicality for COVID. But, but yeah, like, the, the, not only is this team winning, but, like, there's an energy to them. I think you probably felt that when you went and watched them. Like they put a different kind of buzz in the crowd. Should have heard that crowd when we were. I think we were down. What were we down? Five to two in the ninth, and we hit back to back homers, and it was five to four with two outs. That crowd was fucking booming. No one left because they like these Reds. They come back. They come to play every single game. And guess what? We hit back to back homers. Yeah, and we had it five to four. And then, of course, the next guy, I think he grounded out or flew out. But anyways, still, there was right still there. life, and we knew it. They're Everybody right knew it. Everybody knew it. Going into the inning, we're like, oh, five to two. We're at the back end of our lineup. Shit. Let's roll this thing over. Yeah, shit. No, back-to-back homers, 5-4. The crowd was banging. But, you know, we ended up losing. But it was still it was still a vibe there for a little while. But, that, I mean, it's still generating excitement. You know? Yeah. And people, uh, pe- people, fans want to be excited. They don't. It's it's so it just sucks rooting for a losing team, you know. Even if your team's halfway decent, but they still they're just not fun to watch in any sport. These guys, dude, they're winning, they're young, and they're fun as hell to watch. And they play a fun style of baseball. It's just, I mean, yeah, you get an occasional home run every now and then, but these dudes are stealing bases. Dude, they just hit what was it? Is it twenty three games straight that we've had a home run? Yeah. Believe it or That's not. That's a new record. Yeah, it is a, it is a yeah. new record, and it's hard to believe because in total, they haven't hit that many home runs yeah. this year. 23 games straight, someone's hit a home That's run. That's wild to think. 
But I love seeing them steal bases. They're bunting. They're stealing. They're running. They're taking extra bases. Ellie's so fucking fast that he overslides the base when he when he steals. Like that's the only time. The only times he gets thrown out is when been, he doesn't stay on the fucking base. Second is when he slides past. It. Yes. Yeah. He's so fast. He needs. I'm telling you. I'm just saying. He should probably start sliding when he's in between the bags. I don't. How long? Ninety feet. Ninety feet. So. Forty five. Forty five feet. The motherfucker should start, start sliding. Start going into his slide. Yeah. He's so, and it just, when he's running, dude, he doesn't even look like he's running hard. He's a deer. He's just, his strides are so long, and he's so graceful. What do you think about his jewelry? I think it's a little much. I think so, too. A little much for my taste. What do you think about the 4th of July game? Was that the bat knob game? I don't know. The game where he was wearing, like, the red, white, and blue. Just like, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they, the, they be- were, yeah. the beads for boobies. Like, you'd go down to, like. Like, look like he's going Mardi Gras? Yeah. <laughs> Like he was just wearing those with gold chains. I'm just like, dude, that has got to be irritating. It's yeah. Seems like kind of a lot of weight around your neck, but some dudes they love the bling, man. Uh, they you know makes them play better for some reason. Hey, don't change it up. Ellie. I'm just yeah, like whatever he feels like doing, do it. Do it. Because right now, brother, it's you can working. do no wrong, and we know you're out there listening. Keep up the great work. If you want to come on. I know we don't do a lot of podcasts. If you anymore. want to come on, get a hold of us. We'll see if we can, you know, get you in. Fit you in the schedule. Not saying we can, not guaranteeing shit, but we'll see. Yeah. Anything else? <sighs> yeah, I wanted to ask you. Let me see your hand. Do you bite your nails? I bit. I, <laughs> I bit. I bit every nail on my both of my hands on the way here. Ah, oh, fuck. In the truck. Okay. Okay. So, I trim my fingernails okay. with my teeth on the way here. So, <laughs> that's no that's no lie so we'll end it with this i used to bite my nails all the time never used a pair of nail clippers ever my wife always said it's disgusting okay which you know kind of is never know there's a lot of germs out there in the world if you're just biting your nails you never know what's on them or underneath them right so i started this new job and th- i mean there's a lot of people in and out of this place and we touch a lot of the same things, like the equipment and all kind of shit. We touch a lot of the same thing. The time clock, I mean, it's just, it's really just not the cleanest place, okay? So when I started working there, I would still bite my nails, correct? I would get sick like two or three times in like three months. And I was just like wondering why. Why am I getting sick? I never get sick this much. And I think it was because I was biting my nails, Okay. And I hate being sick. So after, you know, six months of working at this place, I said, you know what? Fuck it. Give me a pair of nail clippers. I'm not biting my nails anymore. So I started using nail clippers. And at first, it wasn't great, man. Felt awkward. I didn't know how to hold them. I didn't know how to cut them. I would cut them too low and then my fingers would hurt. So I finally got the hang of it. And guess what I'm doing now? You're filing. No, I'm not filing shit. <laughs> I go outside to cut my nails. Yeah, I do too. Now, beforehand, this might sound disgusting, but when I would bite my nails, I'd chew a lot of tobacco, right? Grizzly wintergreen. I would just spit my nails into my spitter. That's gross, but it makes sense. It makes sense, right? Right? Yeah. What do you do with your nails after you bite them? They're in your mouth. 
I usually bite my nails when I'm alone in the vehicle. Okay, when but I'm, I'm driving. Okay, and then what I do you set do? them all. <laughs> I set them all out on the leg of my shorts. See, that's even more disgusting because I, for some reason, I like to count them. <laughs> after you know I'm there's all, fucking ten. After I'm all done, but some of them don't need it. So I like. like to, oh, I got four good ones today. I had eight on the way here. <laughs> I got eight good ones. Anyway, today. then I just throw them out the window. Okay. Well, I spit mine into my spitter back when I used to bite them. But now I just go out on my back porch. It's kind of relaxing, to be honest with you. I watch the sun go down. I get the clippers out, and I just cut them, and they fall onto the porch, and then I just push them into the crack. Yeah. It's just... I mean, it's kind of relaxing. It's kind of a romantic way to spend the evening. <laughs> just you, the sunset, and your nasty-ass <laughs> nail clippings <laughs> on the back. On the back deck. Oh. What a time. But yeah, that makes sense because like you do it inside. You they, do it they, in the bathroom. They, they flip and flop. They every, go, like, they go, they every, go everywhere. They go everywhere. Now I did, I do know this from experience. You know, like your nail, your fingernails aren't as like tough or rough or as strong as your toenails. You're right. Yep. So I feel like the only time to cut your toenails when you get out of the shower. You've told me that before. Okay. And I've since adopted that. Okay. I didn't know. I That's, thought, that was a good tip. I thought maybe I brought that up. They because soften, it, it softens they soften them, up. them up and they don't fly as far no, across the room. Hell no. Hell yeah. no. But if you're outside, I kind of find it. Does, it, it doesn't matter. Fling fun. Those, fling those yeah. things all over the Cut yard. them fuckers everywhere. Yeah. Let them go. I like it. Fly off into the driveway. Would you ever get a pedicure? That's the feet. No. I would. And I think I'm going to soon. I never had one before, but I got like we're getting ready to go on vacation, and I gotta get these puppies cleaned up. Would you ever get a massage? No. Why? But you want a pedicure? But you? I've you, walked out on a massage before. Say, My wife scheduled me tell a me massage again. one time. Tell and me I've, again. I've walked out on a massage before it happened. Oh, you went there? I went there. They were getting ready to massage me. Okay. I'm down, laying down. They were getting ready to massage. Did you have a white robe on? No. I didn't change my clothes. Okay. It wasn't one of those. Okay. It was at a chiropractor. I mean, it wasn't that dramatic, yeah. honestly. I was at a chiropractor's office. I got my adjustment, and then they were going. To, the chiropractor was going to give me a massage after that, like a deep tissue back massage. Female, male. Male. But that had no bearing on it. Yeah. They start, they, like, they got to the top of my back, and they were just getting into it, and I was just like, nope. I don't like it. I'm not. This is not going to be relaxing. I'm going to, it's going to make me more tense. So I said, I don't, I'll pay for the massage if that's what we got. I don't want it. And I'm never having one again. <laughs> and I left. Okay. So no to massage. I kind of freaked out a little yeah. bit if I'm being honest. Okay. So like a lot of people that I know enjoy them. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's normal to enjoy a massage, yeah, right? Yeah. So I've never had one. I never want one. I was ever? Nah, I don't think so. I mean, why do I need one? There's, I don't have any muscles or anything to massage, DG. I'm skin and bones over here. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing for them to, you know, work out. You're just gonna be pinching your skin. Yeah, really. like what the fuck are we talking about here? But I guess my, the point I was gonna make is like walking into the massage parlor and like getting in the robe and going and laying on like the little, you know, I don't know what you would call it. Yeah, the, massage table. The leather cot, the massage table, whatever you want to fucking call it. And then having them work your body, a stranger touching you sensually. 
<laughs> I don't. And then at the end, they're just like, oh, see you later. See you later. <laughs> I want to get a Long John Silver's now. Yeah. Like that, that just don't seem fun to me. But people love it. People eat that shit up. They get like one a month. Yeah. Oh, some people get them. They pay big money. Weekly. Some people go weekly. And some people get happy endings. Some people do. Catch y'all another time. You know, it's been fun. I missed it. I didn't know what it'd be like. I didn't know if we remembered what we were doing. And hell, this thing might not even publish. Maybe I didn't even do it right. Who knows? But either way, I had a blast. I did too. And I hope Sipping Squad has a has a good time listening to you it. You know, this one was different. Because we just kind of riffed. No, we didn't. We, we didn't have any plans of anything. We just kind of went with it. And there's nothing wrong with riffing. No, I don't think so. Because I like it. I think people enjoy listening to it when it just kind of goes, goes wherever. Maybe I'm wrong.